listening to Around Comics. Also watching live around comics live. episode three seventy six live new intro very cool you like that you like I like new... that you like that I, we, I did that a couple weeks ago yeah I, I, <laughs> I wanted something a little different for uh, the YouTube the YouTube yeah. and uh, yeah what's happening I, li- I would like I would like the uh, all of our viewers to know uh, if you're in one of those parts of the country that's like 107 degrees right now I have the windows open in our house and I have to wear a sweatshirt because it's like 50 degrees here in Wisconsin yeah. all of a sudden well just rub it in yeah <laughs> so we had a tornado yeah it's yeah true. that had to be close to you man it was not, it was, we were in the hunker down in the basement. I'm sure it was closer to Tom where you're at. It had to be. Yeah, you know, we got the, uh, we were at the very edge. So when the um, sirens went off, we turned down the news and realized it wasn't really that close to us in particular. But when this, we were yeah. on the very edge of where the warning was. Okay. Those twisters, yeah. those twisters can move though. It was south yeah, of us. And we, uh, we went down to the basement for a couple hours, and then it was like, oh, it seems like it's passed, and it just yeah. it never really did much by us. But Woodridge, by which isn't too far, yeah. got hammered. Uh, a buddy of mine's dad's house got the roof taken off, and luckily yeah. he was fine. And but yeah, he was showing me pictures. It was ridiculous. Yeah, when the siren went off, I was like, oh. Huh. So it wasn't really that bad by us. And pretty like my, my kids like basketball hoop that gets knocked down constantly was still standing. So it was like <laughs> couldn't even knock down. Couldn't knock it down. I was like, oh, what's going on? And then it's it funny. Was- I I've come to realize that the weather men and women are no different than the rest of cable news, where like there and it's actually kind of worse now because when there is something, they're so excited they have something to talk about other than like mm-hmm. normal weather that they just they uh, you could feel them getting sad when when, when it started to pass. Like you could yeah. hear them. Yeah, well, I guess well, it's over. You know, you know that yeah, whole the whole George Carlin bit on that, right? Uh, I probably have heard Carlin does this great bit on, on weathermen and he's just like, yeah, they get, you know, they got to drum this stuff up. It's like, Oh man, in uh, South Texas, we're expecting a rain event. He's yeah. like, well, fuck, I need to get tickets to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it was like. It was like, they're, they're just like, you know, stay in your basement. Don't go outside. Right. You know, they're fr- freaking out. And I'm like, it's raining. It's not, and by, yeah. like, you know, I, I mean, rightfully so there were people that, you know, were. Yeah. And I think even a few people yeah. killed, but, uh, but it is, it was, it is a weird thing. Like they're, they're, they're jubilant. They're, they're so happy hey, to have something else. I freely yeah. admit that I watched the weather channel <laughs> during, during, bless you. I watched the weather channel during hurricanes because it is entertaining as shit to see these reporters out there, you know, getting whipped around. And then there's like, you know, idiot guys running around with no shirts yeah. on, you know, doing handstands in the streets, you know. It's <laughs> awesome. With an American flag and a Roman candle. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Wayne uh, says that uh, a couple of years ago, a twister hit the neighborhood beside me and we were out of power for over a week. Damn, that sucks. That's uh, We were out of power for a week once and then I bought a generator after that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that again. I'm going to have and we had to use it uh, last year, I want to say. We had to use it. We had power out for a couple of days. But um, paid for itself just to not, Absolutely. you know, lose Keep everything. Keep refrigerator in going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, my meats. Yeah. What's going on, boys? I'm tired. I'm sore. 
Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been going to uh, physical therapy for my shoulder, and they're just they're ramping it up now, and it's like a workout. I'm like sweating at the end of it, and and uh, yeah, it's and it's it's too much. I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. This is fun. this is the uh, this is the uh, aging, you know, on getting on the other side of uh, of middle age podcast because we've talked about the weather and now talk about how our bodies hurt. Next, we're going to be talking about how the co- how the coffee, the same coffee, is is now more expensive. Did you say earlier? Curling? I was showing, I was showing Chris how to set his phone up to text from his desktop. That's so oh my weird. god, George. Yeah, we're we're talking about George Carlin. Yeah, <laughs> we're very old. <laughs> <laughs> I have to well uh, okay so I know we were we were supposed to be talking about the legion the book of the month book of the season that I picked the season whatever 9 months ago however long it was ago and and we're not going to do that <laughs> this week we are going to eventually talk about that in correlation with another book but I I was sort of laughing at myself because in that I did read a, a lot of the issues of that. I haven't finished yet, but I did read a lot and I didn't like most of it, but I got to the Dicko ones with Paul Cooperberg and they were, they were basically silver age comics. And I'm like, Oh, these are good. I like these. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm so old. I've turned into that guy that only <laughs> likes old comics. I uh, like this. Now, this is good. Yeah, this is good mm-hmm. stuff. There's only it's only six boxes uh, on each page. It's yeah. you know it's it's a lighthearted dialogue. It's mm-hmm. very clearly illustrated. Yeah, it's nothing. You know, it was, yeah, this is good stuff. It was it was Steve Ditko and yeah Paul, Paul Cooperberg. Cooperberg. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I was not aware. I just learned something. I was this this many years old when I found out Steve Ditko did a uh, Legion. I I had no idea. He yeah. yeah There's a couple issues in that trade that that's that, cool. Uh, Dicko did so fill in, but they were the best ones of that. I think mm. the best ones. The one was a the origin story of the Legion flight ring, and uh, um, it had to do with Monel and and Brainiac mm. and all. But it, and it was my favorite. It was my favorite story out of the book. Nice. It, it was just a simple. It was very much a throwback. Um, yeah. Which I wonder at the time. Well, now we're talking about it, but uh, <laughs> I just wonder at the time if people got that then like in the 80s that was like a, 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 a they were reading a 60s back. comic yeah yeah because it was an it was an origin tale and it was mm-hmm. you know they so they did it in that style specifically um but yeah i wonder if if people like they probably did right they, yeah they, and ditko probably. was probably you know enough of a name even in the in the 80s for people to you know be very aware of who he is you know I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I doubt I knew who he was at that time. Yeah, it depends on what year. So, yeah, you know me. I get anyway, obsessive about stuff. So, but we're not going to read. We're not going to talk about that book by itself. No. We're going to talk about it alongside something else, Tom. Yeah, we're going to read a, a really good Legion story to counteract, perhaps. <laughs> I think it's a good yin and yang of like. No, I like how you <laughs> put it earlier. To to what did you say? You said uh, ups and downs, right? There's the sort of aimless legion. We were kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and then you kind of you have the legion where someone kind of ties it all together into like a story that makes sense <laughs> and like uses all the weird random stuff in a way that's intriguing and like tight. Not, yeah, not just yeah, the messy like all over the place i can't wait to talk about one specific issue of the 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 trade that i picked because it may be the worst issue I mean, of a comic book i've ever read it's <laughs> interesting right because like i don't you know there's lots of bad comics did, 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 no. rarely did they get collected in a hardcover <laughs> for you to enjoy right you know like usually it's like this thing is beloved yeah and like and and this collection is strange is it's not like a there's nothing to it other than like this happened before the great darkness saga which i think is maybe not the greatest organizing principle (laughs) there's no there's nothing that ties the issues together i mean there's nothing there's no theme there's nothing important that i read in it that i do think in reading um 
and reading the Great Darkness Saga, I, I think there'll be a good counterbalance to sort of like, oh, okay, you know, like I, I, someone got a hold of it and kind of corralled all that stuff into like a thing, right. like into an actual meaningful story <laughs> and like kind of tied all those threads where, you know, in that book, just, you know, it's just like, stuff just happening all over the place and like it's hard to like what can we do figure this out it's hard to figure out what the characters are doing with each other and it's kind of hard like the sci-fi elements are kind of weirdly like cast aside at times for, yeah like essentially like almost pirate, like a stories and... almost like a pre-star wars you know i always think of like probably how huge of an influence you know star wars and star trek have on all science fiction comics, right? Like oh, sure. even the Legion ship started, the bridge started to look like the Star Trek, you know, like. Well, it's interesting when I was probably from the ages of, I don't know, nine to 11, maybe younger than that, even eight to 11 or something. My best friend at the time, uh, a kid named Robert, um, was a huge Legion fan and a Doctor Who fan. And I was not a fan of either of those things, but but reading this trade, it kind of made sense to me that he liked both of those because it felt very Doctor Who-ish in some ways, like that, br um, like British sci-fi to some degree, like sort of sci-fi without what we consider sci-fi. <laughs> you know, like to be honest, right? Like sort of like the trappings that we expect science fiction to have now. Right. You know, you I mean you can always argue about whether Star Wars is actually science, science fiction, fiction you know. I mean it definitely has elements of it, but uh you can definitely see, you know, at times Legion walking away from that element. Yeah. It almost feels like you're starting now we're talking about the book, so we should just stop. Yeah, I know we're gonna we're ruin it. <laughs> we're gonna ruin it. I think it'd be interesting to read it in comparison with something else that's rather famously great for tying all those things together into like right. A we story. Be, so in a few weeks we will yeah. we, we will do that. We'll 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 talk a bit about yeah, I got mine around here somewhere. About, the uh, the terrible that. trade that I picked, and then we'll we'll talk about um it's, counterbalance. It's, I think there's such a, a it's a it's a rare opportunity to be like, oh okay, like here's all the messy version, and then here's like, oh okay, someone you know, Paul Levitt's figured out what to do with them to like and make it work. There is a uh, that well, okay. I gotta save it for the actual episode. Yeah. I have so many thoughts and I and, and things that I want to look. That's okay. We'll 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 do we'll it. Talk about it. Yeah. But this week, what the hell are we gonna talk about now? Because I I didn't um a little a neat little news fucking comics. Well, a, a neat little news story that uh, I actually heard on the old NPR. Oh, so God, more Jesus more uh, more aging uh, aging white man <laughs> radio here. I read it um, in the newspaper. We're, we're really. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it on the national public radio <laughs> that um um that uh, heritage oh 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 let me see that the, the hardcover hardcover oh well, it's a big spoiler there the great oh uh, yeah I mean everyone well knows. no he he said we were going to talk about the great I mean yeah who's the I bad didn't guy? Yeah, of course. well I didn't know who the bad guy was but now oh, I know on. I have never read this comic um. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I thought it was very cool that uh, that a comic book collection is, it came up for auction at Heritage, and it was such a big deal that it made national news. So this thing is called the Promise Collection, and it is the Promise. it is the largest collection of golden age. Uh, it's the largest collection of high grade golden age comics that has ever come up for auction and uh i just saw like phantom lady number 17 which i forget why that is important um sold for almost half a million dollars holy shit crazy. yeah it's it's they they had a they've got a, a high grade uh action number one a high grade detective 27 like all of the graded yeah well, that's. I mean, whenever you start, whenever you see comics, I, Detective Comics, I think sold for well over a million dollars, and 
yeah, whenever it's a million dollar investment, I, I understand the the grading. No, I I get it. I just yeah. I, I hate that it's uh it's that's you know where all that stuff is. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it, but anyway. I, I thought it was cool that that they actually named this. It's called the Promise Collection, What's and the I that the it's it sounds I, like a shitty jewelry line. It does, doesn't it? Like Pandora, <laughs> the Love Promise, Story yeah, the Promise Collection. Um, yeah, to be so. with you forever. The promise. Oh my God, that's actually a that was a Ellen. That was the name of Ellen's diamond jewelry line. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. <laughs> the that Ellen bridal set. Yeah, love story diamonds. The, the promise, promise collection. collection. Oh, wonder. Yeah, I don't know if it's actually Ellen. That Ellen. It's called the Ellen, but I don't. Oh. Know. I don't think it's. It would be so. It would be so good if it actually was, right? Yeah, that would be too funny. Yeah. Um, well, that's. I mean. Yeah, comics, special yeah. art, uh, all that stuff. It's insane. Fucking baseball cards are now huge again. Anything collectible, everything is collectible. Anything yeah. we're, that's where we know we're really we're collecting old. things that don't even exist. Whatever. Like, yeah. all right, there you go. You got yeah, there was a economist that came out and said that in a few years those will probably be worthless. And I was like, hmm, file that in their things that we already knew were gonna happen. Baseball cards are back, baby. Mm, yeah. Put them right next to your beanie babies. There's always a uh a, a bursting bubble, right? At some point mm -hmm. it uh, but comic book art and that stuff has been going up for yeah. Quite a long time. I, I mean, yep. I don't know. I don't know that it's going to burst because it hasn't. I don't think it's actually bubbled. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that it's. It's, it's actually rare. rare. Yeah, they're yeah. actually rare and valuable, and they've they've just gradually keep going up in value as opposed to like, you know, baseball cards or, or basketball cards from 1996, 1996. I wonder what the math is on like, let's say. It, would it be worth more if you had two action comics number ones to destroy one of them to make <laughs> one more rare or to have two of them? I mean, I think it would be the advertising value if you did it on like Twitch. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You would you would get so many, you know, I always off. think about it, like someone must have done the math on that of like in the long term, if I destroy another copy how much value does that add to my copy versus having it i'm i'm sure there's a mathematician that has figured out the the, it's the highlander it's the highlander and there's part now there's a great story you could tell about someone who's going around destroying all the other copies of x-force number one <laughs> just blow torching him until there is only actually one left <laughs> you'd run out of gasoline oh my god <laughs> just an endless I like saw, in the uh, future some robot is the earth is like smoldering the only things left is cockroaches and old copies of x-force number one and it's destroying all the copies of it to make to raise the value of one polybagged one I actually heard that one of those issues is actually pulling down pretty good money uh, for uh, on the collectibles market, not because of the comic, but because of the card in it. Oh, what card is in it? I think the Deadpool one. Oh, it's, my God. Yeah. The joke, and I think we've joked about for years. And <laughs> no. That's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. So I, I, we've you live long enough you see yourself become not because of the comic at all but because of the card it has to be the right card you live long enough and eventually x-force one becomes valuable <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah next up is is death of superman yeah death of superman that yeah eventually i saw some weird speaking of like bizarrely rich people doing things i saw something where there's like a movement people want jeff bezos to buy the mona lisa and eat it i have no oh. idea what what i was looking at i didn't i didn't read into the story but the, yeah. yeah there's like some sort of pressure on jeff Be bezos to buy the mona lisa. and i'm like I yeah why not we're in the feeling it he's feeling the pressure i bet he's yeah. like 
I also saw that there was Should like a, 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 a petition with like a hundred thousand signatures or something that once Bezos goes into space, he has to stay there. I mean, it, you know, that was a real news story. <laughs> once you leave, you're not welcome back. Can't my come friend. back. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, comics. I get emails all the time from Heritage Auctions, and I'm like, Yeah, I don't have that kind of money. I don't know who you think you're emailing. Yeah. I think it's, it's cool to look at them and see, you know, some of the original art that uh, there was a Windsor McKay um, animation cell uh, that went up for auction today, I think. Here's a nice uh, Arthur Adams Gumby Summer Fun Special, number one, page 39, original art, Ooh. only $240. Really? Very reasonable. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It won't sell for that. Yeah. No, no. You know, that'll sell for a couple grand because it's Art Adams. I don't. I don't think that page is going for a couple grand. Oh, does, it have, does it have Gumby? <laughs> it does not. Ha it does have a silhouetted Gumby. It mm. does kind of have Gumby and Pokey. Is it Pokey oh. the horse? Yeah, Pokey's the horse. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's going for a couple grand. It's not. A, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll I'm not. I don't know. No, no, no. But the yeah, the auctions are. Auctions are nice. Oh, actually, I did get an email from uh, Eduardo Rizzo's son. It was a group email. Um, uh, Why were you in the group? He didn't, he didn't reach out to me uh, uh, personally. Uh, he's, uh, he's acting, I think, as his dad's art dealer. And so if you go to... And I was like, oh, okay. So I went to the EduardoRizzo.com. And his art pages are actually kind of reasonable. It's Ooh, I might have to look yeah. at Yeah. I mean there's there's not anymore now that you've talked to the uh, it's about to get the around comics bump. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really nice um hundred bullets uh pages for under five hundred dollars. So uh there you go. Well, yeah. Don't you have you have a page of his? Uh it is over my shoulder. You don't have right to show there. us, you could just say there. yes. Yes, fine. Yeah, it's right. Here. Thank you. Oh, right there. Oh my God. Um. Yeah, I almost so bought a prison scene. I when we met him, uh, my challengers. Yeah, and uh, I, I had drinks with him, um, but I didn't, and I almost bought a page from him, but, uh, I didn't have any money at that time, so I was like, nah, I don't think I should. I don't think I should do that, but maybe I should have. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. No way to know. Yep. Um, we want to talk about something that we read? Yeah, if you if you have something, please. Please do. Yes. Reckless. Reckless. Uh, when uh, we were, I don't know if it was during our ACTV episode this past week, which, by the way, we're uh, – through the first four episodes of Sweet Tooth, and we'll be doing uh, episodes five and six this week, but uh, you can only hear that if you're a patron. So hop over to patreon.com slash roundcomics and get all that extra extra stuff. But um, I know it came up in conversation uh, reckless. I think I saw it over your shoulder um, on your, uh, on your, well, your uh, drawing um, table. It was here. Yeah, volume. yeah. It was it was volume two, and I was like, oh, I haven't even read yeah, the first good. one. And you're just like, yeah, read it. It's it's really good. And so I yeah. did. And you were right. It's it's unsurprisingly fantastic. Yeah, it's not a shocker, right? Like yeah, bigger and Sean Phillips kind of crime or or you know, yeah. uh, it's not really a crime. I wouldn't say it's a crime story, but it's a uh, it's a there's, it's there's a crime involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a PI story. It's right. if you want to boil it down. I mean, it, it is, it's a, it's a PI, you know, detective story, um, but it's, Ethan, that's my only, my only nit to pick on this is <laughs> you, you could have just called it reckless and that didn't have to be his fucking name because well, that's, but dude, this is, I mean, if you look <laughs> at this first story, I mean, it's basically mm -hmm. a, it's a TV show. You know what I mean? Like oh, this absolutely. is a, it, yeah. You know, fifties or sixties, or well, I mean, it's set in the eighties, but it's like it's a TV show. His name's Ethan Reckless. Like this is what this yeah. is. This is an eighty. This is Beretta. His name was Beretta. You know, Kojak, yeah. Kojak. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. It is a little silly that his 
fake name is more believable than his, than real, his real name. Yeah, Donovan, whatever his fake name is like Donovan something. And yeah, it's like, yeah, no, I'm Ethan Reckless. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, I loved it. It was, you know, it was reading very much like the, you know, your, your traditional, like you said, 70s, 80s PI story, which if it's done as well as this, that's great. I have no problem with that. It's it's entertaining in what it is. And then the the last act of the, the book, probably the last, what, like 20 pages, it takes this really cool turn, both in the in the story and in what you think about about characters that have been, you know, throughout the book. It's just so well done. Just really, really well done. Yeah, they've they've just sort of figured out, uh, you know, exactly the stories they want to tell. They they've really yeah. figured out almost. I, w- I don't want to say formula because it's not a formula, but it's just like mm-hmm. they they have you know zeroed in on you know what they want to do, and they keep nailing it over and over yeah. again. You know, it's like I, I love the hardcover format. I love mm-hmm. this length of a comic. Like it's the perfect length to me it's not too long it's 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 a self-contained story and it's going to have multiple volumes so you're going to see this character come back but it's like this is a great length i don't know what it's like 150 pages or something yeah i I felt whenever i was done with it i felt like i had just watched a really good 70s crime movie yeah yeah. you know it's like like tarantino mm -hmm. i mean in some you know to some degree it's like it's it's their own universe violent as fuck you know, yeah. I like kind of the theme that they've that they've kind of gone on for a couple books here, and that is, you know, making you feel like you're like you're reading one kind of story, and then they kind of flip the script on you. Like pulp, you thought that pulp was going to be a a western, and it's not. It's it's a hard boiled, um, you know, crime comic, and and in reckless, you know, I I don't want to give anything away if, if for people that haven't read it. You think it's going to be this hard-boiled crime comic and it's not it's a it's a revenge story yeah you know so you you just gave it away you you said you didn't want to give it away (laughs) give it away just erase that part just i can't we're live we're live (laughs) but it's done really well (laughs) yes it they're playing with the genre i mean they're playing with multiple it's a it's a pulp novel i mean even Mm -hmm. you know you look at the cover and for the Mm -hmm. people that are watching us and not listening but you know, it's like it's a beautifully painted pulp, you know, novel retro style sort of, you know, uh, thing, and and everything about it is just it it has that feel. Mm-hmm. I, I think like now that I think about it, like Ed Brubaker and Quentin Tarantino should should be friends. You know, like they're so mm-hmm. similar in kind of the storytelling that they're doing is you know taking taking those genres, taking multiple genres that they obviously love, you know, noir and crime and, 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 um, in this case, you know, more of a detective, uh, seventies sort of detective stories and TV, old TV shows and all that stuff. And, and kind of you know, mashing it together in something unique and, and, and their own. Yeah. And when I, when I read these books, especially, you know, the, the criminal line of books from, uh, from Phillips and, and Brubaker, I always feel like there's a soundtrack playing to it. You know, you can almost hear the music in the air in those settings. You know, it's interesting that you say that. Um, I was going to ask, cause I didn't know, uh, but every, like they don't have traditional chapters necessarily, but there mm-hmm. are chapter headings um throughout the book and o- the only one that i knew for sure was a song was the one fortunate son mm-hmm. um but i was wondering i'm like are these all songs like a chapter you know i, I but i don't think they are they no, might be- no 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 and I, I, I don't think so because there was another one that um that i got i forget what it was but then it was uh Ohio by Crosby Stills and Nash. It was not Ohio <laughs> by Crosby Stills and Nash. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I was thinking yeah. maybe they were song lyrics or something, you know. Um yeah, it's uh yeah, no, but uh yeah, it's and there, you know, uh oh the underground woman, because that was that was referencing the weather underground. Um 
but yeah, I mean, we talk about Brubaker, you know, I, I feel like we don't talk about Sean Phillips enough, you know, and what, what a just amazing storyteller he is. And, you know, I was looking at a lot of the, a lot of his panels and just how he was drawing people and sometimes weird poses, but it's because I think he's drawing very cinematically, you know, it's, um, you just look mm -hmm. at some of the some of the poses that people are in, and it's just you know in like natural move, like getting up off the couch and that kind right. of stuff. It's I think he's really wanting to capture that you know almost cinematic feel. So neat stuff. I wouldn't be shocked if he uses a lot of TV and and movie for reference because I mean he's very. I think he's probably a reference heavy artist. To me, I Maybe. mean it. His stuff looks. Like it is not not in a bad way at all, but just <clears throat> it's it doesn't have a um, there's not like fantastic proportions or you know what I mean it's it's mm -hmm. not it's like it's not superhero art where everybody's mm -hmm. jacked and and it's not stretching physics to like no yeah. it's very realistic and it looks like old movies and TV shows and yeah. that you know a lot of the the sort of blocking and people people wearing actual real clothes <laughs> yeah, instead yeah. of instead of like you know spandex so you know that's you look at how like clothes you know hang off of people in his uh in his art and it's it's awesome this is a really good these are actually really good bathroom books too because like you can read like, <laughs> the bathroom and then be like oh okay i'm, I'm gonna finish this later it's mm -hmm. no i yeah i this is uh I th I've said it before. If they keep making these little hardcover graphic novels, <clears throat> I will. I will keep buying them. Um, yeah. You know, I'll buy every single one that they make because <clears throat> it's just you know super good, super good stuff. Yep, super good. Wayne says he's not going to read it now since yeah, Oh, come on! <laughs> not spoiled. That's our That's number one. Stuff. Number one Jesus uh, Christ, video dude. viewer. Our number I ran one. Viewer. Another one off. <clears throat> Thanks a lot. Info. Thanks, Chris. Uh, but yeah, I'm reading the second one of the of the volume two, and it's just right. as good uh, as as Ethan Reckless's adventures continue. Yeah. Uh, come on, man. That's an awesome Ethan Reckless. That's that's <laughs> you got to just go with that. Great name. Terrible. <clears throat> it is. It is a good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great name for I, a comic, terrible name for a real life person <laughs> for a private. Well, I mean, you gotta look at like what he's doing, he's setting it up as in a very tropey way. Yeah, um, that's you the know, flipping it, the script thing. That, Ethan, yeah, it's like, oh, of course, his name is Ethan Reckless. What yeah, he owns, he owns an old movie theater and he has a 1 800 number where people call him. To, to give him jobs and he yeah. has the punk rock assistant and he has an old van and you know what i mean it's like it's it, he it's all it's every trope. setting you up setting you up with all this stuff a very sort of traditional and he has a secret past which i won't spoil like chris yeah. spoiled oh my god and it's, it's, it's okay you can, story. You, can tell, you can tell he's actually an alien <laughs> no he's not an alien it's dark yeah. side Joe Galeski, Joe G said, is it a revenge story too? <laughs> I know, unbelievable, right? Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, I'm such a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just ruining ruining books for people. This is terrific. Um, I do love the 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 sort of uh spunky pink haired punk rock assistant that he has. Anna? Uh, is that Anna? Yeah. Anna? Yeah, she's Anna? great. Um yeah, just Thank yeah, she, she's just per fits it perfect, you know. It's yeah. just it, it's the perfect little yeah, the assistant, yeah, the assistant that gives a shit but will never act like she actually gives a shit. Yeah, and yeah. and kind of keeps him in check a little bit and, mm -hmm. and gives him a lot of shit and <clears throat> you yep. know that but um yeah it's it's uh oh there yeah Joji said it's it's like one name, reckless chair sting rockford. It's very much Rockford Files. It's it's isn't that Brubaker's favorite show of all time? Yeah, I think, I think he so. Said that before Rockford Files yeah. is so that doesn't yeah that's not surprising. 
I'm sorry. I keep coughing. I'm like I'm phlegmy for some reason. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm an old man. I'm an old Jewish guy. All right. So, so that I, I brought heritage auctions and reckless tonight. The table. Yep. Gotta, gotta I got a Kickstarter reward for oh, something I've backed. I haven't read it yet. I, I, I got a heavy rotation hmm. by Shelly Bond. Oh, oh I, Shelly Bond. Yeah. Um, What's the publish? She's it's her own publishing. It's company. Her own. Yeah. Off Register Press. Nice. It's about a college. It's like about a college college radio. Like people talking about being DJs and some mix of stories and like uh oh really yeah and like some my wife was a college dj I, I should get that for her with like some art mixed with it so it's uh i haven't read it yet it looks pretty cool and it came i got a bunch of stuff with it so i got the book i got a bumper sticker whoa, whoa. Nice. i got i got some more stickers whoa, oh, I got a lot of stickers oh, i got the best part is i got this little notebook what it looks like a cassette oh that's sweet Sweet. Yeah, it's just a empty notebook. It's heavy rotation. Yeah. So I, I literally got it today, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I backed this, and now I got it." It's always good when you get a when you get the Kickstarter you backed. It's just a little and, like extra bonus, right? It's yeah. like, oh my god, I got yeah, I got yeah. the thing I paid for. There, there is, there is still a several time guest of the show whose Kickstarter uh, was funded. Five years ago, and still haven't gotten book, but uh, yeah, so it happens. So, yeah, you know. but not, but not Matt Kent because I found out that my uh, uh, mind management board game shipped this week. Sweet, I'm excited. Um, Chris, who hasn't sent you your Kickstarter? I I will not say who it is. You'll not name it. Send it to me in the chat. I won't say it. Many. Many times, five time guest of the show. That's five time guest. Who did is that? What you said? Five time guest. Uh, no, okay. so several, I know. several, oh. several. Now times. I know. Now yeah. I know. Okay. Okay. That son of a wink. That son of a bitch. <clears throat> um. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I've ever not gotten a Kickstarter that I've paid for, but uh, I don't get that many usually. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't reach too far. I'm also like, I don't, I like, I fully embrace the fact that Kickstarter is not a store. Right. Yes. right? And like, where it's like, you might not get the thing. <laughs> You're okay. You just have to accept that. Like, the amount of money you put down, you got to be okay with, like, I'm <laughs> not getting this. May never happen. May never. I may not no, get it. They yeah. take your money. Like, did you pay for it and you didn't get it? Or did you yeah. just. Yeah, never... yeah, I paid. Yeah, it was. Because I thought they paid. couldn't. Oh, they. Wow. Well, it's whenever it's funded and reaches its time allotment. If it, if it, once the clock runs out and it's funded, then you get billed for it. So, yeah, yeah, I paid for it. And that's okay. So, you know, it's. So I'm, I'll never bitch about it. I obviously won't back any Kickstarters for that person. I would again. not stop bitching about it <laughs> if that happened to me. Yeah, I'd start a podcast about it. <laughs> Just for that, nice. the shit. Uh, a podcast um, called Blank. Send me my Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, probably be pretty popular. That one would probably, if you just every episode, you're just bitching it's, about the Kickstarter. You I mean, there's some pretty famous ones. I mean, I, I think yeah. Ted oh, Leo, I, I, the musician, has an infamously like not like not filled at all like uh just like and now it's just gone like past the time where if you wait, I, I think I, I think david price is still waiting for his coolest cooler cool oh yeah i'm sure yeah that was the cooler with like the built-in blender yeah. and you know bottle openers and all it's this complicated stuff. man you even want that <laughs> like what are you gonna do with that david because it was the coolest cooler success um, can be a curse yeah. As well, you know, like uh, the, you know, like you, you bite off more than you can chew. It can be tough to like you don't know what you're doing. You know, not like, everyone is Ryan Brown, who apparently, was, yeah. like the best 
uh, Kickstarter comic book guy. He just I figured it out. <clears throat> yeah, he keeps killing them. Mm-hmm. I uh, I told I, I told him he should quit the comic book biz and become a Kickstarter consultant. He'd probably do all right at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there are other people that would be more than happy to to give him a a mm-hmm. fee to uh, yeah. to help with this. Yeah, yeah, because he's serious. I know a lot of people go to him for help, and because he knows how to run them so well. Help me, Ryan Brown, please. <laughs> he should do a master class. Um, yeah, <laughs> I bet you would do Kickstarter masterclass. Ryan Brown's masterclass. Masterclass. <laughs> Running a um, Kickstarter. How oh. to get people to give you money? I saw. Uh, speaking of masterclass, I saw Lavar Burton is doing a masterclass on storytelling. And I'm like, has Lavar Burton written anything? He's no, he's actually going to talk about reading stories, telling what? stories. Because reading rainbow, no, I, I have no idea how to read a story. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is how a... you read a story. I think that would be a great masterclass on how to how to be entertaining whenever you read a story. Uh, I, okay, sure, why not? Uh, yeah, I thought that one was a little odd, though. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's maybe he has written that. I, actually, he did write a. I think he did write a children. The only masterclass you need is life. <laughs> the, the school of hard knocks. The school right? of hard knocks. Failure. Yeah. Did they, did they ever only announce him? Only way to learn. Is he gonna Wait. be a is he gonna be a guest uh uh presenter for Jeopardy? Did they ever announce that? I don't know. They want uh, he wants the job. He wants oh, yeah. it. He, he wants it too bad. That means they won't give it to him. Yeah, he's too desperate. Too desperate. <clears throat> he's he's like a desperate girl please please let me be this thing that doesn't work that way man wayne uh said he had two kickstarter projects that screwed him screwed him hard and fast the shitty thing is yeah i i don't know if there's any recourse you know it's no. uh track them down uh you know shoot them like the dogs that they are start a podcast you need to shoot <laughs> Start a podcast. Yeah. yeah, I think a podcast on failed Kickstarters would be hilarious. Well, there is a great blog called the, the Covered Kickstarters that got zero money. That they would cover. I forget <laughs> what it was called. Like where they just like they kind of combed through Kickstarter to find like the worst Kickstarter, the least funded Kickstarter. Yeah, like just like That's the funny. worst ones. I, I gotta find the link to that. It was great. They found some just like. My, like incredible like of course no one gave any money to this <laughs> you know it's but there, there's a there's a line if you get fucking weird enough people are gonna throw money at it just because it's weird you have to be odd but also boring to get zero money i think there's there's a fine line between self-confidence and delusion when it comes to creating making things like that like you're yeah. you have to believe in it but at some mm-hmm. point, like people believe in things that they shouldn't, and <laughs> I think it's a, th- I think it's a thicker line than you're giving it credit for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, would you guys like to watch the second Suicide Squad trailer that came out today? There's James- going to be a second Suicide Squad. Uh, James Gunn directing. It's coming out in August. Yes, James Gunn Suicide Squad with uh, yeah, it's the return. I, I think it'll be much better than the first one because he's directing it, so it should have more of a Guardians. But if we watch the trailer, maybe we'll find out. It's right, got Margot go. Robbie in it. I'm down. Well, uh, yes, it does. She is. She is Harley, Harley Quinn. Well, well, let's take a look. Robert Duvall. He's in prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. I'm not joining your suicide squad. We'll see. My court date is coming up. Oh, they broke out the titular line right away. Everyone stand down. Stand down! The wall says chill out. (laughs) I wouldn't take such extreme measures if this mission went more important than you could possibly imagine. Are you in or out? Good. Let's meet your team. You didn't really it's okay, see. I'm not okay. Each member has chosen for his or her own completely unique set oh, of God. abilities. I need to feel the raindrops on my head. On my head. Hey guys, sorry I'm late. Had 
to go number two. Good to know. Is this thing a dog? A dog? What kind of dog do you think it is, mate? I'm gonna go with Afghan hound. Oh my god, is it a werewolf? Yo, he's turning into a werewolf! Yo, let me out! Hey, he's not a werewolf, okay? He's a weasel. He's harmless. I mean, he's not harmless. He's killed 27 children, but, you know. Your mission is to destroy every trace of something known only as Project Starfish. Any questions? Starfish? It's a slang term for a butthole. <laughs> Is there any connection? No. No. All right. Let's get it. This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. I'm a superhero! my dad. I want to get you out of real life. I'm going to get you out of here alone. Hey, Ratatouille, what do you got? Bird. <laughs> now, now it. Stay off the comp. <laughs> nice. Oh, very nice, very nice. I, that looks I, awesome. Yeah, that looks a lot of fun. I think it's funny that they showed Starro in the first trailer. Yeah, they didn't like, show him in the second one because I would have saved that for the second trailer to be like. Yeah. And I was almost disappointed that they showed it. Like, yeah, the starfish mine was enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, giving away too much, but it looks pretty funny. I I like James. Go I mean, the Guardians movies are yeah. some of my favorite. Yeah, you might think it's funny that they're uh, it's a DC movie that's using a Marvel movie as part of its billing. What do you mean? Oh, oh the director of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, they fired him and and uh, <laughs> yeah, moved in, and and yeah. I thought it was brilliant on their part to go, oh, yeah. like, we don't care if he's uh, he's, he's a great choice for a movie where you can. Essentially, you kill off a bunch of right. Like that's the thing of the Suicide Squad is like, yeah, yeah. you could. They're all B list. Like no one gives a shit if that polka dot man and and uh, yeah, I, you know. Aside from Harley Quinn, it's sort of like if anybody dies, it's sort of like oh, whatever. Like, uh, uh, like King Shark. No one kills. No one kills uh, King Shark. True. I yeah. love that King Shark is in this so much. John Cena is Peacemaker, and I guess he's got a show that's going. He's going to have a spinoff TV show on HBO Max, I believe. Interesting. Yeah, after he's going to have a Peacemaker, um, and then who's speaking it? of Dicko? Speaking of Dicko, oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Is that a uh, is that a Charlton? Oh, it's the yeah. comedian. Fuck, it's yeah. the comedian. Yeah, right? Peacemaker yeah. believes in peace so much that he uses violence. <laughs> to achieve it yeah yeah that that's it is an insane yeah. idea but insane. there you go that's but, but it's perfect but for I'm, james I'm, I'm right. Right. That's, that's right. yeah but that is the that is the character that comedian was based on right in watchmen uh, yeah 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 okay um who is idris elba playing dead shot dead shot yeah they will smith's gone man but they're just replacing him with Idris Elba. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not I'm mad. Not yeah. Idris Elba's awesome. better actor. Yeah, and I love sure. Will Smith, but I mean, come on, it's Idris Elba. Uh, it's uh, know. oh god, what was his name in The Wire? Um, Stringer uh, Bell. Stringer no. Bell. Thank you. Was it? Oh yeah. Yeah, he was Stringer Bell. He was I'm just here to remember names, guys. Know he was British until I saw yeah. Luther. And I'm like, wait, this guy's British? Wait a second. He's this one of those so... hidden British people. Yeah. <laughs> right? The sneaky Brits. Mm, They're always yeah. coming over here and pretending. And it, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. Who's the Who's the Welsh one? Uh, Batman? Um, uh, oh, my God, guys. The Welsh yeah. Batman? What? Christian yeah. Bale. Christian oh. Bale. He's from Wales, right? <laughs> I was like, I'm hanging out with my fucking parents. 
I just I did <laughs> my only job oh. is to remember the names of, of Tom, Tom, before we went live, before you got here, Sal's trying to walk me through this stupid Google message from web. And I have my phone up to the up to the oh, camera going, Jesus Can you see Christ. my settings? Yeah. Are those settings right? Jesus no, I, <laughs> what do you mean Welsh. the three buttons? Oh wait. Idris Elba, uh, Wayne, who's the one who knows things, uh, says that Idris is Bloodsport. Yeah, he is Bloodsport, oh, okay. not okay. Deadshot. Nah, well. He's just going to be Deadshot again. Okay. I, mean, I don't even know who the fuck is Bloodsport. I don't even know who Bloodsport is. Extremely good question. Yeah. <laughs> He's someone that's almost exactly like Deadshot. <laughs> yeah. You can't <laughs> use suspiciously the same. <laughs> He's a black dude who with a gun and yeah. Ooh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went, to I went to type in Bloodshot, and I, I typed in Bloodsport, and Jean-Claude Van Damme came up. Yay. <laughs> Bloodshot. Let's see. Bloodsport. I don't know who Bloodshot is. It's Bloodsport. It is Bloodsport from DC Comics. It oh, it is? Yes. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. That's what the uh, Van Damme movie was based on. Oh, no. That was based on world-famous martial artist and liar, uh, Frank Dukes, who was full of shit, and a con man who lied about being a, a, a martial artist and fighting in all these fake tournaments in foreign countries. In case anyone thought that he was really, uh, martial, like, really yeah. <laughs> a guy that fought in that tournament. Um... So we don't know. So we don't know anything about blood sport. He's Sounds a guy like with a gun. The one hundred and one. <laughs> there yeah, you go. It looks like someone's got to explain <laughs> blood. No, I'm not doing blood sport. Comics one hundred and one. Oh, I remember blood sport. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. He was a Superman villain, and that's and they said that in the beginning of the trailer. Yeah. He was in jail for shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Okay, John Byrne created him. Yeah, he's a John Byrne. Uh, I remember him now. Now that I see, oh, him. oh, 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 yeah. And he had the uh, it was the the red kind of bandana mask. Yes, with the yes. big guy. It was Pan like Superman Pan number Pan like number four or something after of the burn run. It was early. You're looking, was, you're looking at the Wikipedia quit. No, I'm not. No, uh, I'm it not, was no. like it first showed up in Superman <laughs> number four, like uh, no, like April of 1987. His alter ego is Robert Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. It's uh, I mean, it's one of those one of the early Superman in yeah, uh, yeah. In his, run. his abilities include considerable strength, stamina, okay. and durability. Um, now I, I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head. Oh, here's a weird thing. I I am looking at the Wikipedia page, and well, I'm not. It says I'm under alter not. alter ego. There's two names: Robert Dubois and Alexander Trent, and then it says team affiliations. The Suicide Squad, Dubois, and Aryan Brotherhood, Trent. Somebody went really hard in the paint the other direction on this game yeah. at some point. And I don't know oh, who. Holy shit. If you have that 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 uh, issue, uh, what number is it? It's uh, going for like 30 bucks on eBay. Yeah, it's number four. There you go. Of, the, Alex, of that Trent, run. Alex Trent was in, uh, he was Bloodsport 2, I, I guess. Mm -hmm. and he was a fanatical racist. Um, the original blood sport was uh, African American uh, black gentleman. So very strange uh, that they would choose to go that direction with the second blood sport. Uh, all right, comics. All right, there you go. Um, yeah, that, I, I think that looks awesome, though. I think I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for that. It's actually I'm I don't know that I've been more excited for a DC movie than that one that's yeah, they've, cool. they've mostly been not terrific but yeah yeah i mean team books are always uh, team team movies are always difficult but i think they've got some some characters that people actually feel connected to i mean obviously harley has been kind of the unsung franchise leader of their movie so i think anything with her is gonna is gonna be a draw I started watching the Harley animated series again. God, that show is so, so fun. I've got I've got the last episode is the only one I haven't seen yet. And I've kind of been intentionally putting it off because I don't want to know it to be over. Are it's, they gonna come back for a season three? 
I don't, I think so. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, because remember they were, they were, they wanted to have Batman going down on Catwoman. Okay. That was all heroes. Don't do that. Yeah. So okay. I'm assuming it was season three, but yeah. Uh, yeah. apparently Harley okay. and Poison Ivy are going to do that. You know, well, so. neither one of them are heroes, right? That's right. They're villains. So they can eat <laughs> all they want. They can, they can, that's not that villains can do that. That's Here's the bonus either. of being a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least an anti-hero. Uh, yeah, I love that show. It's so good. Yeah, it is. yeah. I guess yeah. they're not really the villains. I mean, I, they are, but are they anymore? I don't know. Yeah, they're yeah. they're they don't really I do much. See more though. Frank the Frank the Plant might be my he might be my favorite. That's um, what's his name from? Uh, this comedian, right? Yeah, gosh, what's his name? He's from. Not Larry Sanders show, the Larry David show. Uh, oh. Curb enthusiasm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any scene, a... any scene with Frank is great. What's his name? God damn it. Uh, Richard Lewis, maybe? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm in... that lives with. Oh, JB Smooth? JB Smooth, yes. God, Jesus, God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't remember everyone's <laughs> name, Tom. Tom is making his money tonight. Yeah, I don't understand. Remembering names. At some mm -hmm. point in life, you've seen so many people, Na and people. so many names. You can't you, you can't recall them all. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's yeah. all the wisdom. This is what wisdom looks like, Tom. In ten in ten years from now, Sal and I are going to be laughing at him, going, "Ah, yep, see, now it's starting to slip." Yeah. Remember when he used to make fun of us about? Yeah, that? you guys won't be able to like figure out how to like log on to. <laughs> God, I hope I'm not doing this 10 years from yeah. now. <laughs> so like, the settings, there's a microphone. Do I click? It'll... I will fully admit Is that I have I my have... settings. <laughs> I have old man syndrome when it comes to names. I can't remember, can't remember shit anymore. The, the, when it comes to actors and actresses and people's names, I just can't recall it any longer. It just doesn't come up. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Tom, I did buy I I did buy this book, um, just to make sure. Old man drinks recipes advice and barstool wisdom. Yep. There's yeah. a lot of no fussing, no cussing, and no uh, <laughs> no back talking. Tom's rethinking. Ooh, gin and gin Jesus and Christ. milk. Oh my god! It's <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's an alcoholic's drink because their stomach is rotted out for yeah, years yeah. of abuse so they have to have gin and milk and milk, <laughs> milk. oh yeah and the advice in here is pretty sage let me tell you boy oh boy yeah. anyway don't please don't comments i uh i've been i've been trying to reread sandman uh since they announced the tv show that's mm -hmm. out soon. I want to re. I want to try and reread as much of it as I can before the first season. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but Chris, I was. You know, we were talking about this before, like, and I think I agreed with you at the time that are like some of the. You know, it's hard to get through some of those stories, at least the initial. Yeah. Few, but, um, I thought for some the, reason I thought the, the art was worse. Yeah. It was the it the, cur the curse of the of the British. Uh, no, but it's, it's good. It's not. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's. Um, I, I'm Taliban, not going to pick the right? name. Taliban. I'm not gonna, huh? Is it Taliban? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, 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 Let me look it up. Yeah, that guy. It's uh, no, it's not that guy. It's uh, Dave McKean does covers, and then <laughs> it's uh, Sam Keith and Mike Drigenberg. Mike Drigenberg. Uh, Admittedly, uh, I don't know what else he's done, but it, it's not bad at all. It's not nearly as it's better than I, I kind of remembered it being. Um, but it really like that story. I think that story doesn't start to really get going until after Morpheus gets his stuff back and and resumes being the king. Like that that initial story of him you know, getting or losing, you know, being captured and, and, and losing his tools and then, you know, going back and sort of getting revenge on his captors and, and getting his stuff back and, and getting the dreamland back is good, but it's, it's almost like 
there's so much exposition and so much world sort of explaining and world building that he's doing that it, the the story sort of suffers. But then once he kind of gets past that and just start starts, you know, he has the ability to kind of do whatever the hell he wants. You know, like he can go anywhere. It's about dreams. It's a guy who you know he he's he's able to, um, you know, uh control dreams and travel through dreams and and do whatever he wants in dreams and it's like so the stories can kind of go anywhere he wants and i think that's when it really starts to get interesting um and wayne wayne says the audio version of sandman is good yes and that's kind of what kicked this off for me i was listening to that you were listening to the audio version too um mm -hmm. but i'm like you know i liked it so much that i'm like i want to go back oh we lost tom i oh. want to go back he quit. He just quit right there. He just it's like he I am out. I'm out, of, yeah. I'm out of this old man. It, it was the. It was for me. It was the bridge that I needed to to make that story click for me. Once. No, I got you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very good. I mean, it's very well mm -hmm. done, and it does sure. give you a different perspective on it. And I I agree. Like I felt like. Um, I kind of understood it better the set, going into it after having listened to that. And I, I didn't even finish it. I, I got, I don't even know if I got halfway through it, but I was enjoying it so much. I'm like, I got to go back and read this again. Um, and, and I've really enjoyed reading it again. It's, it's, it's such a good story. Um, and so creative Tom, I think Tom's, yeah, I think Tom's texting. He had to, he had to quit. His internet just gave out. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. It's that sucks. All right. Well, it's you know what? I, I think we're at an hour. Do you wanna you wanna wrap up or we can keep chatting? Yeah. Uh, I, no, it's yeah. I'm good. That's all I okay. had really this week. Yeah. I didn't have a whole lot of this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um yeah, I'm uh, now that I've uh, now that I'm done with Reckless, I may pick up Sandman and uh, and chat with you a little bit more. That's uh maybe we'll spin that off and do a Sandman um Patreon special. That probably won't. Well, happen. we could do the show for sure when the show comes oh, out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that's we should yeah. absolutely do. Yeah, that's yeah. a no-brainer. Which which if you don't already know, we do have uh Patreon uh uh sponsorships out there, uh, but they're just they're not just straight up sponsorships because you get a ton of extra content, right? Uh there cool. is ACTV, which is uh, me and Sal talking about uh, about TV shows or movies. We're doing Sweet Tooth right now. There's Tom versus uh, the Freedom Fighters is what he's doing. You've got uh, Future Stacks, and uh, you send out all sorts of previews. And so it's, it is well worth, you know, say a $5 uh, five dollar Patreon membership, but you have some news on how folks that listen to the show can now get that same content without joining Patreon. Oh, Tom's back. Uh, oh. yes. Uh, I was just trying to to text you, Tom. I was <laughs> I was going to say, don't worry about it. We're going to oh, wrap it up. I'm going to yeah. say goodbye. Hey, <laughs> <We're gonna laughs> goodbye. Um. Yeah, you can now, uh, all the bonus episodes that are coming out now, I haven't had an opportunity to go back and upload the old ones, um, but any of them, like the last three episodes that we've put on Patreon, you can now subscribe and listen to those through Apple Podcasts. They've they've started uh, Apple Podcasts subscriptions, and it's uh, it's a little different. Like, there, it's just, you know, whatever I upload to that is available um so there's no you know nothing else other than the simple audio podcast uh and it's 5.49 a month um to subscribe through through apple podcast so yeah. if you don't want to do it on patreon you can do it through apple podcasts but very important if you already do it through patreon don't worry that's not changing at all oh no no and no, you'll you probably will, get you more will. stuff through yeah. patreon than you would through the the podcast stuff because i try and write reviews and other stuff, put, mm -hmm. put uh, previews and stuff on the Patreon page as well. Um, but if you don't want to go through Patreon, you can, you can go through Apple podcasts now. Yep. Yep. So uh, thank you again to once again, to all the the patrons out there. We uh, uh, really appreciate you helping to support the show. And uh, I think we all enjoy doing the little extra content.
Yeah. I'm actually working on a new thing for it. I'm going to try and do because I failed miserably at future stacks. And honestly, future stacks isn't that fun to do. Um, so I, I'm trying to come up with something that I think I'll actually enjoy more. And so I'll be more motivated to yes. actually do it. Um, but yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it too much before it's, it's yeah. ready. And there may be a new movie podcast coming out. We just have to figure out what feed it's going to go on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could, about that. we could do both feeds if we wanted there, to. There's nothing, yeah. nothing saying we couldn't do both. There so, you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. Yep. All good that, stuff. all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Yeah. Info at aroundcomics.com. Send us emails. We haven't gotten any emails in a while, guys. Come on. What's going on? Send us an email. Uh, send us an email. Send us something. Send us anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? What else, that's Chris? Why, that's 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 what I got. Uh, I'm gonna start jumping into uh, Legion uh, before the darkness and uh, the darkness. So <laughs> we'll talk about that in a, in a couple weeks. The the before the darkness is dark in a different way than (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll save it for that and uh yeah that's all i got so if you guys are good uh we'll be back uh oh we've got a c d and d on thursday so um yeah so if you if you're following our ridiculous D &D adventure uh that'll be that'll be live streaming if you're gonna watch an episode i think this is the one because we left off last week with a cliffhanger and some crazy shit going on and we're yeah. not sure how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out <laughs> we're hoping got our druid turned into a a mouse a, a mouse oh, and oh, we shit. have and we have one of the one of the other people has a uh one Warlock. of the other elves has has an owl that he can mentally control and so we are like paratrooper dropping the mouse into a uh into a, like a basket on a ship before we storm the ship it's mm-hmm. it's crazy it's crazy D black ops yeah we have we have a whole we have a lot of moving parts at the for this operation that we put together and it's gonna I'm fail sure spectacularly <laughs> fail horribly because we only roll good when it doesn't matter and anytime mm-hmm. that it has mattered we roll terribly so yep. it's it's but it's yep. been fun nonetheless yeah I'm waiting for Paramouse, though. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> amazing! Uh, <laughs> so there you go. So tune in for, uh, for that on Thursday. Or uh, just come back next week for the recap. So uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with another uh, another episode of Around Comics. And in the meantime... In between time. We'll be everywhere in... And around... Around... Around Comics. Everywhere in